Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to this solo round of the Smart Nutrition Made Simple Show. So my goal here is to talk about some seemingly simple concepts that I believe are imperative for us to implement in order to be successful with our nutrition. And up until this point over the last couple years on the show, I've been interviewing experts in the field as you all are aware, or if you are just joining us, then you can see from the numerous episodes, you know, 60 some episodes that I've done up to this point, and we're all talking about things that are very specific in the field of nutrition and fitness and supplementation and lifestyle and stress management and hormones. But as I sit back and reflect, I feel like even the quality of the information that I've put out up until this point, as as great as it is, as wonderful as the information is, because it's some very high quality practical advice for more of an advanced, uh, more of an advanced nutrition person, someone that is a little more dialed in with their nutrition and they're looking to take it to the next level, to maybe use the word optimize, to maybe really dial in that last 10 or 15 or 20 percent. But my goal as I, you know, again, as I sit back is, has really been to provide information that's going to help the general population and even the person that's just getting started. And so my goal moving forward here, especially with this short and sweet series of solo uh, solo podcasts, is to provide that information to you. And so today I think that it only makes sense to start with kind of some basic fundamentals of of nutrition and where someone who's just getting started would likely benefit from uh, turning to. And so it all started uh, a few years ago with a buddy of mine called me up and he flat out said, look, dude, you know, I'm kind of struggling with my nutrition. I need to lose some weight. I don't really need to hear about, you know, your viewpoints of of gluten-free and dairy-free and paleo and and all of the more myopic aspects of nutrition. He's like, just just paint a clear picture here. If I was to, you know, build a plate for a given meal, what should that plate look like? And I believe we've all probably seen examples of this, maybe what a perfect plate would look like. But I really do think it's very relevant um, to think about it this way, because if we are going to have three or four meals per day, which is probably what most people are doing and what's realistic for most people, then if we can conceptualize what that plate looks like, then we're likely to be able to effectively control our calories on a day-to-day basis. And that's one of the most important needle movers when it comes to long-term weight loss and health. And so what I want you to do and what we're going to talk about today is how to build out your perfect plate. And so if you go ahead and you envision a plate, then all we're going to do is very simply, we're going to fill up half of that plate or maybe even a little bit more than half of that plate with vegetables. And I don't really care what kind of vegetables they are, any kind that you enjoy. Uh, I've worked with a tremendous amount of people that say they completely hate eating vegetables. They can't stand the taste of vegetables and 
I'm sure we all have the those odd vegetables that we uh, have a distaste for, but sure, surely there's one or two or three vegetables that you're willing to eat. And that's a great place to start. So maybe it's carrots and celery and cucumbers. But whatever it is for you, you're going to build out half of your plate in vegetables. Then you're going to do another quarter. So whatever's left, so there's half of a plate left, you're going to do a quarter of that in protein. And, and ideally, that's going to be animal protein, but you certainly can do plant-based protein sources. So when we talk about animal protein, obviously, we're talking about things like chicken and fish and steak or beef, bison, ostrich, elk, venison, uh, you name it. All of those types of things. And the uh, plant-based sources would be things more like uh, legumes and beans and dairy sources. Uh, and then you could turn to obviously soy-based uh, protein sources as well if necessary. Although I, I generally encourage staying away from soy. But again, if you're plant-based, then you do what you got to do to hit those protein goals. And then the other quarter would be starchy carbohydrates. And those could be things like rice or potato or pasta or bread or, or all of those different grains. The less processed, the better. And so right there, we have a picture of a plate that would provide someone with a lot of nutrition. They would have a lot of fiber and nutrients and phytochemicals from the vegetables. They'd have a decent amount of protein. Again, no, I suppose it depends on the plate size, but let's just, I'll, I'll provide a little bit more clarity into the portion sizes, but they'd have ample protein uh, throughout the day at each of their meals, and then they'd have some starchy carbohydrates as well. Now, you can make a case for minimizing the amount of carbohydrate consumption, but at the end of the day, as long as we're managing our calories, and this is well supported in the research, then that's what really matters most. And so why is it important to to uh, build the plate out this way? Well, it's important for three reasons. First is we want to be able to stabilize our blood sugar throughout the day. We are in a position, our society's in a position in America today where we're grossly overweight. The average American is grossly overweight. They have poor blood sugar control, uh, well on their way to type 2 diabetes. And so by eating consistently at periodic times throughout the day. So let's just say three square meals per day with four to five hours in between as an example. When we're including protein and fats and um, fiber at each of those meals, then we're going to be much better suited to stabilize our blood sugar from meal to meal. When we're stabilizing our blood sugar, then we're doing a great job also stabilizing and, and working to balance our hormones. And those hormones that I'm talking about are things like cortisol and adrenaline and epinephrine and um, things like ghrelin and leptin. Uh, those two specifically are responsible for helping control our hunger and our satiety from meal to meal. And the more consistently that we can do that, then the better those function the, and the better those function, the more likely we are to lose body fat, uh, basically, you know, at rest, the more efficient our metabolism starts to function. 
And then lastly, and also, as I said, most importantly, is when we're stabilizing our blood sugar and we're balancing our hormones by eating those balanced meals uh, throughout the day at somewhat um, consistent times. So like I said, say three square meals, four to five hours in between, then we're also going to be doing a good job managing our calories. And when we can create a caloric deficit, so that means that when we're burning more calories than we're consuming, whether it's through both the food that we take in and the energy that we expend from exercise and daily activities, then we are going to maintain, if not lose body weight, ideally body fat. And that's what most of us are looking for is how do we build out our plates so that we can do that, maintain our existing weight and or lose body fat. Uh, and so the way that we build this out, and I think one thing I should mention that, that I neglected is also fat consumption. And so when we build out that plate, I said half veggies, a quarter protein, a quarter starchy carbs. Now I think it's important to add that there should be a little bit of fat included. And I'll, I'll jump into serving sizes here in a second, but let's just assume that fat naturally is occurring with our protein sources. So whether we have, let's just say it's a ribeye steak or maybe it's 85% lean ground beef or maybe it's a piece of salmon uh, or maybe we're having some avocado as part of our veggies or maybe we're having a little bit of olive oil with a salad that's part of those veggies. All of those things... So those meat sources naturally come with fat. And I think it's important to be cognizant of that and not go overboard as well on the fat. And so when we talk about building those meals out, building those plates out from day to day, day, to day an easy thing that I think about that I teach my clients is essentially looking at your the window throughout the day that you're awake. And so let's say you wake up at... Uh, 6 a.m. and maybe you go to bed at 10 p.m. Well, that's a 16-hour window. So what you can do is maybe you want to eat every four to five hours. Well, you can just divide that time by four and then you essentially can plug in those meals every four hours throughout. So uh, to give you an example is if I wake up at 6 a.m., maybe my first meal is at 8 a.m. and then I have another one at 1 p.m. and another meal at 6 p.m. And that's three square meals. And then I go to bed at 10. So it's several hours before, you know, from eating your dinner to the time that you go to bed. Maybe that works for you. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe you need to add a fourth meal. Or maybe you're training consistently, in which case maybe you work out at 6 a.m. when you wake up. And then you have a post-workout shake as, as being uh, a meal. And then you have your first solid meal at 8 or 9. And then a second meal at two and then a third meal at 6 p.m. So there's a million different ways that you can slice it, but I think what's important here is essentially just dividing up equally your waking hours throughout the day and then being consistent about getting that perfect plate in at each of those times and stop thinking about it as meals and snacks and rather just thinking about each of your feeding opportunities, for lack of a better term, as having a solid meal. And so if we jump into portion sizes, I'm just going to touch on this very briefly because this is something that we covered in depth in episode number 55 with Brian St. Pierre of Precision Nutrition. And, and they do a great job of breaking down portion sizes into, essentially they talk about protein portions as being the size of the palm of your hand. Uh, they talk about veggies as being a fist size portion. 
which would be equivalent to something like a cup or cupped hand size portions for carbohydrates, thumb size portions for fats. But um, to add a little clarity into when we talk about that plate size, basically what I'm talking about is, well, let's say for women, uh, we would want one portion size of protein. So that would be about three to four ounces of protein. So if we say one palm of protein is about three to four ounces at each of those meals, at, on each plate, a three to four ounce portion throughout the day. So that'd be things like chicken or fish or turkey or beef. And men would be more like two palm size portions. Now, obviously, this is going to depend on your size, but I don't want to get too far into the minutiae here. But it's saying women, one size portion, three to four times a day. Men, two palm size portions. So that's six to eight ounces, three to four times a day, or maybe three times a day plus a shake. Uh, women would would choose a cupped hand size portion of starchy carbs. So like maybe a half a cup of potato or rice, men would be closer to a cup. And then uh, of course the vegetables we talked about, that would be a couple, three cups probably of vegetables on your plate, depending whether it's cooked or uncooked or raw or leafy greens or whatever it is. Um, the more the better to a degree of, again, of the vegetables that you like. And then lastly is including a serving of healthy fats. And a serving is, is somewhere around a tablespoon of things like olive oil or butter or a couple ounces of cheese or maybe a quarter cup of nuts. And if you can start to do that, I, I know it sounds simple, but it doesn't need to be complex. And we just are making things so much more difficult than it needs to be. And so if you're someone that's listening, that's just getting started, and you're not really sure where to turn and you you really maybe feel like you don't have the mental capacity or time or energy to log your foods or start to mess around with calories or macros or you don't even know what those mean, then this in and of itself is a really great way to start because it's going to get you eating meals consistently every three to five hours per day. It's going to get your protein, carbs, and fats from nutritionally dense sources and you're going to, by virtue of eating consistently, you're going to be limiting your snacking in between. You're going to be doing a much better job than stabilizing your blood sugar, managing your hormones like leptin and ghrelin. And when we can work to reset and, and, and manage those effectively, then we're going to be a lot in a much better position to burn body, excuse me, burn body fat and control our total caloric intake. So that would be my recommendation and something that I have had tremendous success with clients that have had anywhere from 20 to 50 plus pounds of weight to lose as being a great way to just get started, to help them create a little more awareness around what they're eating, how they're building out that plate, how to be somewhat objective about their portion sizes and, and learn how to start to eyeball those things. I'm now in a perfect world. If you can measure those out, then that would be ideal. If you can get a scale and you can measure measure out, you know, six to eight ounces of protein for a male at each of those, and you can measure out uh, eight ounces of, or, or four ounces or eight ounces of rice, uh, then that would be great. But if not, you still have some visual parameters to work from. Now, one other technique that I want to share, something that I learned from my good friend, Jade Tita, and what he practices and, and recommends to 
his clientele is what he calls the 3 to one method. And the 3 to one method, it's very similar to what I just outlined, but it may resonate a little bit more with you. And what he suggests, and, and this is, works really well, this is something I use for a lot of my clients that travel frequently, that may be an executive type that has a lot of meetings throughout the day, that may not be able to consistently be compliant with that midday meal because they're so busy. But what he has is the three to one method. And the three to one, the three stands for three meals per day. And that's basically, um, like I said, three solid meals. We've got several hours in between. And these are long periods between that aid in hormonal control and function. And, and like I said, it helps to really reset these hunger and satiety cues because if we're storing a lot of extra body fat, it means that we are our, our hormones are not functioning the way they should, which means our hunger levels and our satiety levels are going to be way off. We may be overly hungry throughout the day, even though we don't necessarily need the calories, and that's because we're becoming uh, resistant to some of to the leptin. Um, basically, our body can't sense when we're getting enough of the calories in and or we may not have any appetite at all, or we may have created some level of metabolic damage. Maybe if you've been consistently yo-yo dieting over the last 10 or 20 or 30 years. So that three equals three meals per day. The two, uh, that so means two of the three meals are protein shakes. And like I said, this is something that works really well with someone who's just getting started. They may be extremely busy or may not exactly know what or where to start and they need something that's seemingly simplistic to just plug in and be consistent with and easy to follow. And so two of the three meals are protein shakes. So that's in those protein shakes um, is 30 to 50 grams of protein. So I'd say closer to 30 grams for a female and 50 grams for a male, two meals per day. So that could be breakfast and lunch. And if you want a little more insight into why this 30 grams of protein is important and why we should be shooting for a minimum of 30 grams for males and females, especially as we get older, regardless of whether or not we're strength training, I encourage you to check out episode number 63 with Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, where she talks about muscle-centric medicine and she talks about muscles being the organ of longevity and how we need at least 30 grams of protein to facilitate muscle protein synthesis. And I won't go into the biochemistry or physiology of all that because it's really not important right now. All that is important is the protein is the single most important macronutrient. When I talk about macronutrients, I'm talking about protein, carbs, and fats. It's the single most important macronutrient to keep levels high when we're on some sort of diet or when we're in some sort of program where we're restricting, restricting our calories to some degree. Uh, and I think that's something that's often overlooked when people start to cut their calories. They cut everything low, protein, carbs, and fats, and that's a recipe for disaster because protein is extremely satiating. It's thermogenic, which means uh, we burn more calories digesting those proteins. Now, it's not terribly significant to tell you the truth. It's really not that big of a deal, um, but 
It is a big deal when we talk about keeping us satisfied from meal to meal, helping support lean muscle tissue. So if we're in a deficit, then we're going to be burning muscle mass in addition to fat mass. But in order to minimize the amount of muscle that we burn, we can keep our protein levels high and exercise consistently. And so in each of those shakes, we'd want to be shooting for 30 to 50 grams of protein a couple times a day. Now, what I like to do is I like to add fiber to these shakes. Uh, and so basically, it's going to be a protein and fiber shake. And what that looks like would be a high quality protein powder mixed with something maybe like unsweetened almond or coconut milk because it has a really great consistency. It's very low in calories, or you could just mix it with water. And then I would add a fiber like something like a ground chia seeds, uh, a ground flax seeds, or you wouldn't even have to grind the chia seeds if you wanted something a little more, well, I'll say fibrous for lack of a better term, but essentially if you want, feel like tasting the seeds, then you don't have to grind them up. Just be wary. Um, or you could add something like a psyllium husk fiber uh, powder to it. And that way you're going to get an extremely filling and satiating fiber shake, a protein fiber shake that is going to keep you satisfied from meal to meal. And it's also going to be very low in calories. It's going to be easy to digest. And, and what I would suggest adding to this would also be a greens powder to add some more nutritional value. And so things that you, the types of proteins I would recommend are, are things like, you know, maybe a, well, either a, a whey protein powder, a beef protein powder, like a hydrolyzed beef powder, or a plant-based protein powder. And if you scroll down into the show notes or, or take a look at the show notes after you're finished and listen to this episode, what you'll see is I've provided you a link to a free supplement account where um, I'm providing uh, some products to you at a significant discount. And so what I was able to do is I was able to set up a essentially a supplement dispensary shop for you, for all of our listeners, at a 20% discount off of retail for high-quality nutritional supplements. Now, these are our, all pharmaceutical-grade products. They're all certified, good manufacturing process. They're the best quality supplements on the market that are only provided to licensed healthcare providers like medical doctors, chiropractors, naturopathic doctors, uh, licensed nutritionists like myself. And, and so I am providing a link for you. If you would want to start an account, you absolutely can. I don't care what you do one way or the other. I do get a small monetary kickback on any orders through that site. Um, but I only recommend products that I know work really well. And so uh, a couple of the specific products when you log in that you'll see in terms of protein powders that I recommend. One, uh, when I talk about protein, uh, like a beef protein, I strongly recommend a hydrolyzed beef protein. This is basically a non-dairy based beef protein powder. Uh, I personally don't do well with whey protein. Um, and I know a lot of people that do not do well with whey. And so this beef protein is an excellent product from, you know, cows that eat grass and are raised 
healthily and and what have you. There's also a couple plant-based protein recommendations. So if you just scroll down to the link below, you'll see a link to a Wellevate supplement ordering for your free account for 20% off. So I've just had to plug that there. Um, again, I don't care what you guys decide to do, uh, but it is a nice amenity to have. So two protein shakes per day. And then one is one regular meal. So you could think about this as dinner being three parts veggies, two parts protein, one part starchy carbs. So that would be basically, you know, uh, maybe three quarters of your plate of veggies, or again, half your plate of veggies, a couple servings of protein, so six to eight ounces of protein, and then half a cup or a cup of, of starchy carb. And so I think that's a really easy way to start. If you're not sure where to start, then I think the three, two, one meal plan works really well, especially if you're busy, which, you know, let's be honest, we're all busy, but you need something that's easy to stick to. You can't really think about meal prep right now. Then just sticking with a couple shakes per day with protein, fiber, and greens powder. Uh, and again, there's a couple greens powder recommendations in that Wellevate link as well. Then and then sticking with one real food meal dinner, then I think that's just an awesome way to start without having to overthink and make things too complex. It's just not doing us any good when we try and start with something that's too reg regimented based on our readiness for change or based on our level of knowledge. And so that's why I just think it's so important for me to start with the basics when I when I introduce this short and sweet series here in terms of the topics that I'm going to discuss moving forward. Um, I want this to be tangible steps for you to plug in right away. Now, if you want a little more clarity around the perfect plate, how to build out the perfect plate, I do have a free resource. It's called the Fast Energy Fix Blueprint. In uh, Well, you'll see the link in the show notes. And it's on my website in the resources category. Um, but essentially what I lay out in the Fast Energy Fix Blueprint is basically just what I talked about, how to build out this perfect plate. If you want a visual of what it looks like, if you want a kind of a reminder that you can post on the fridge or just carry with you or just download the PDF and carry on your phone. Um, in terms of the serving sizes. Again, it's called the Fast Energy Fix Blueprint. And basically what I lay out in this is not just the perfect plate, but what we talk about is the best number of meals to eat per day and when to keep blood sugar levels stable and your energy levels high. And this is, this is all based on science. This is not anecdotal stuff. I mean, this is stuff that we know works very well based on the research. Long gone are the days of five to six meals per day to stoke your metabolism. It's very clear now that the more times per day that we eat, the more weight we're going to gain, especially in this day and age when so many of the foods and snacks that we eat are so calorically dense. So that's why intermittent fasting has become so popular. And I'll talk to the, about this in, in future episodes, but it's essentially just a great way to keep us from eating so much throughout the day. So that's something that I lay out in the Fast Energy Fix Blueprint. We talk about the number one thing that you're probably consuming, probably a lot of that could be draining your energy and masking your fatigue. So I'll uh, leave you hanging there. You're going to have to jump in and download that 
to find out, as well as uh, a really great, this is something that goes along with your morning smoothie, but a delicious and easy to prepare energy boosting morning smoothing recipe, as well as uh, I talk about which crucial micronutrients you're missing that are the building blocks for optimal muscle and brain energy. So if that's something that you feel like you might benefit from, then just check out the link for the Fast Energy Fix Blueprint in the show notes. With that, it looks like we're quickly approaching 30 minutes. This is a bit longer than I had anticipated, but I really implore you to not get lost in diving too deep into all of the different different diets out there and, and all the different ways that sound sexy on paper as a means to lose weight. What I want you to do is I want you to, if you're considering doing something like a cleanse or a paleo diet or a detox protocol or a uh, ketogenic diet, I really want you to consider, is this something that you can do consistently and maintain long-term? Is it something that fits in with your lifestyle? Is it something that you can maintain when you're cooking for your children or when you're traveling? or when you go out on a date, or when you go out with your friends? Or does it feel like something that's going to become a hindrance to the degree that you're likely going to fall off the wagon again and set yourself back by a couple months or even years again, as we've all done so many times, and rather think, if I can just be consistent with my meals with my protein, carbs, and fats, and not go crazy with my calories from meal to meal, control myself a little more effectively on the weekends, control my my alcohol intake a little more realistically, control my sugar intake a little more realistically, then that in and of itself, my friend, is going to be a perfect place to start and to move forward from, at which point you'll start seeing results, the momentum will start gaining, and then you'll be in a much better position to start to take on things that are are more seemingly complex. So I hope this has been helpful for you. My, my sole mission is to give you the tools that are going to resonate with you for you to start to make some better decisions in your life consistently and for the long term. With that said, is the only way I can provide that type of information is for you to tell me what you're struggling with. What sort of questions do you have? What are you confused about? What sort of information are you finding conflicting in whether it's social media or uh, the media or on the internet um, or that your friends are talking about? Let me know. Just shoot me an email, ben at bslnutrition.com. And let me know what you're struggling with, what questions you have. If there's anyone, any specific topic you'd like me to cover in the podcast, any specific guest that you'd love to have on and for me to interview, Uh, this podcast is slowly gaining some pretty good traction, finally. And um, I'm really excited just to, to blow this thing up moving forward. I'm so appreciative to have you along for the ride, for you to take time out of your busy schedule to tune in, whether this is your first episode or your 60th episode. I'm just super grateful to have you here, to have you listening. So when you have a chance, don't do this right now, but do it when you pull over. If you're listening in the car, please don't do this while you're driving. But when you have a chance, 
Uh, please check out the links provided in the show notes to the Fast Energy Fix Blueprint, to the free Wellevate supplement account uh, for your 20% off retail uh, of all the best quality products on the market. And, uh, and then let me know how I can serve you better. Uh, and if you're finding a lot of value out of this show, then I would be super, super appreciative if you would leave me a five-star rating and a positive review in iTunes. It's the only way that I can continue to gain traction with this show to serve more people, to help more people, and uh, to just live out my mission to do so. So thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you in the next episode.